Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. This is Mike Austin Studio. Bobby Bear is at the Silver Slipper in Hancock, Mississippi. And joining us also is Saints head coach Dennis Allen and coach... It uh, was not a pretty Sunday, and I know thus it was not a pretty Monday. And fans are fired up, and I know you are as well. And it's just, I mean, I guess, how do you explain it? I guess this would be the, the, the question fans would want to know if they were in this chair tonight. How do you explain the overall performance? Well, I mean, the overall performance wasn't good enough. Um, you know, certainly, um, you know, we felt like, felt like we had a good week of practice. Um, and yet we went out in the game and we didn't execute the way we're capable of executing. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not happy about it. No one in this building's happy about it. Um, and we know that we have to play better. We have to play better in, in all areas. Um, and, and that's what we're going to do. Now, uh, Coach Allen, we got to go on the road at New England. Uh, New England, I, I thought was interesting. Uh, they have a prolific defense like uh, we have. It didn't show up against Dallas. But you look at a small sample size, uh, they were top five defense as far as total defense. And then looking at uh, past defense, they also were top five. So it's not going to get any easier. I know we're able to utilize Taysom Hill in that red zone and that QB power and all that, but I'm sure they're going to try and make adjustments. So it doesn't get any easier going in the road in New England and considering, you know, we got in Paris at home in, this, uh, in, the, in, the, in, in the Superdome, the season Superdome, that they also got embarrassed. I know they were on the road at Dallas, but I know they could be looking to, uh, to bounce back. So it doesn't get any easier, to say the least. No, it doesn't get any easier, and and, uh, and you're right. We got embarrassed in, in, in our house, and, and – uh... You know, they didn't perform as well as they would have liked to on the road at Dallas. So uh, it's a good football team that we're facing. Um, you know, they, they've lost games to Philadelphia, Miami, and Dallas, uh, all three of, of which are teams that I feel are, you know, at the top of our league. And so uh, they've got a good football team, and, and um, they're really good on defense. I think offensively, um, they've done a lot of really good things. Uh, they, too, have had some opportunities that, you know, they get a little something going and, uh, you know, have, have, a, have a mistake here or there, which puts them behind the chain. So um, I think, you know, obviously we're going to have to put a good game plan together and, and uh, we got a work cut out for us going up to, uh, up to New England. 
Coach Allen, you know, when you talk about, because uh, it is feared, uh, we have a reputation as far as the dome field advantages, the advantage, that being in the Caesar Superdome. You know, it was one of the most uh, feared venues in the NFL. You were a part of this even before you became a head coach. Uh, I was looking in a span, a four-year span, a good sample size, from 2017 to 20. The Saints had won 25 out of 32 home games uh, during that stretch. And then as of late, though, uh, we won seven and I lost 11 in the Dome. So you know the fans want to cheer, but there's nothing, if you don't give anything to cheer for, it, it, that's very disheartening. That, I was more disheartened, even though we're up by 17 with 12 minutes left losing to the Packers, because uh, to me, this game looked in the Dome very similar to we played the primetime game against the Ravens. Well, you know, you want to have a chance at the end. It's like, well, we have no chance. Uh, do, do you understand that vibe and what it takes that you got to take care of a home field? Yeah, look, there's no question, Bobby. I mean, we, we certainly understand that. We don't take that lightly, and uh, we haven't played well uh, at home of late. Um, you know, it's really kind of been, you know, over the last, you know, two years and, and, and now, what, two games during this this season. So it's something that we've got we've to be better at. Um, you know, and, and, and we know we have to be better there. And, and it's really our job, you know, to put a good product on the field for our fans. And, uh, you know, we're disappointed that we weren't able to do that this weekend. Coach, you lose uh, Jawan Johnson tight end at really pregame warm-ups. He re-aggravated a calf injury. Uh, and I'm, so you're really left with just Jimmy Graham as, as your tight end. I can't imagine, and you can correct me, but I can't imagine that Taysom took – given your quarterback situation going into Tampa, took a ton of snaps at tight end. I'm just curious. He didn't have Foster Morrow either. He was questionable, so game-time decision. But I'm just curious as kind of the impact, not an excuse, but the impact that had to play calling with all, when you are literally might have had you know all these plays with two tight ends and you only end up with one tight end, period, uh, to play. Well, yeah, look, there's a lot that goes into that, you know, uh, particularly when you when you uh, you know kind of right before you're taking the field, uh, you know you're in the locker room trying to go through all your personnel groupings and you know all your plays and see you know which one of those plays go to Jimmy and which one of those plays go to Taysom Hill and then which one of those plays do we utilize a jumbo uh, to fill that role and so uh, you know that's but look that's part of that's part of pro football. You know, you have the same thing that goes on if you have an injury. If that ha injury happened in the first play of the game, you know, you probably even have less time to really make those adjustments. So, um, you know, certainly it had an effect on us, but yet uh, we've got to be able to overcome that. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, obviously the fans are going to ask this, and I said, well, I, I don't know if the timing's right, but uh, it will be addressed if things don't turn around. And what I mean by that, as far as scoring points, and I'm not talking about just points, field goals, I'm about touchdowns. The Saints have now gone 19 consecutive possessions uh, without scoring a touchdown. Uh, scored just four, four offensive touchdowns through the first four games of the season. So uh, I, I know that something has to be addressed. Now, with that being said, when you're setting up a game plan, I know Pete Carmichael has been part of that uh, going way back post-Katrina. This is like Drew Brees, Sean Payton. And then when Sean was out, whether it's Bounty Gate or he got run over on the sideline, he messed up his knee, Pete had called plays. When you're having to call plays game in and game out, there's an art to that. 
It's a lot harder than people think. Where there come a case in point or a time frame that maybe if it's not getting done, now he had a chance in the preseason, that being Ronald Curry. Look, he's the passing game quarterback, uh, uh, passing game coordinator, quarterback coach, that it, it would come a case in point that, and I told fans, I said, maybe it might not be right now. You got to slow your roll. I know you're not patient. A lot of times I know I've been in the past. Things occur in the bye week if you're not having success. So hopefully we do have success. Coming up, whether we at New England, at Houston, you got the Jaguars Thursday night at the Colts. So there's still a number of games to play. But that process, would you agree with this as far as, listen, you could be outstanding in the offensive football and you help set up, set up a game plan, but it doesn't, it doesn't it, 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 those guys just don't fall off trees, the art of being able to call plays and how you set up plays, how a game transpires. Well, yeah, look, Bobby, there's a lot of truth to, to you know, a lot of what you just said. There, there is an art to, um, you know, calling a game. Um, and, 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 look, we, we know that we have to be better at scoring points. I mean, ultimately, that's what this boils down to is our ability to, you know, get the ball into the end zone. And, and yet we also know that we're early in the season. Um, I don't think it's time for anybody to hit the panic button. Um, but yet we know that there's a sense of urgency that we have to we have to be better. I think everybody in this building understands that we have to be better. Uh, obviously, it starts with me, goes through the assistant coaches, and on down to the players. And and uh, you know we have not been good enough the last two weeks, um, and and uh, we have to we have to look to make adjustments to to be better in that area. So um, I think there's a lot of like. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, I think we're I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves as we sit here four games in the season, um, and yet we have to be better. Got to take a break. This is Mike Hoss along with Bobby Abair and line Saints head coach Dennis Allen. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Koss and Bobby Abair, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, kind of a double question here. First off, just overall, how did Derek Carr come out health-wise, I mean, you know, moving moving forward. And secondly, I'm, I'm curious, and just as you watched the game and watched it unfold and then watched the film or the, the clips, do you think, I don't think his, his injury, you said he wouldn't play if his injury would impact his ability to execute the offense. Got it, 100%. My question is, do you think his injury at all might have impacted the clock in his head, right? You know, I mean, he, he's always had that. I mean, do you think it impacted that and his overall health? Um, give me the first part of your question again, Mike. Just, just how do you come out of the game health wise? Yeah. Know. So, um, look, look, health wise, he, he, he came out, he's a little sore today. Um, he told me that he felt better, uh, you know, on this Monday, as opposed to where he felt last Monday. So that was a, that was a good sign. Um, you know, I, I don't know that that, uh, sped the clock up in his head. Um, you know, that's probably a question that he would have to answer. Uh, I do think that 
there might have been a couple of throws that that you know I felt like that he missed that you know typically he wouldn't he wouldn't miss and so I don't know if that was a factor in in that or not but uh, look I don't think that was I don't think that was a major factor in the game you know I think just you know our our ability you know really on both sides of the ball you know when you really look at it um, you know situational football is, is where that what that game really boiled down to uh, you know we have um, obviously, you know, seven and three game with 41 seconds to go in the half. And, you know, we really just got to punch the ball off the goal line to be able to take a couple of knees and get into halftime at seven to three. Uh, we have the fumble, which then turns into seven points for them. Um, you know, red zone, they, they, they were able to score touchdowns. We had to kick field goals. Uh, you know, we didn't do a good enough job of converting on third down and, and we allowed, you know, 53% third down conversions. So, that was really what the game boiled down to. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at, okay, playmakers, and you got to get in the playmakers' hands, uh, I mean, I'd have thought this was a misprint. Uh, and I want to talk about Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave. I'm looking at Kamara. Somebody would have told me he had, uh, I'm not even talking about the targets, but uh, eight, 13 uh, receptions for 33 yards ago. That, that's a misprint. That, that didn't happen. Because you think Alvin Kamara, how explosive he is, he's not going to average uh, two and a half yards. But that's what it was, 13 receptions, 33 yards. Was that maybe the design of the play or maybe hoping to get more yards after the catch? And then also I'm looking at, I want you to comment on that. And then Chris Olave, he's amongst the top ten. Uh, we started the season small sample size. I know it was three games, but he ranked uh, NFL's top ten in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. You know, a couple of games over 100. Where all of a sudden, uh, well, he had like one target. Now he ended up with six, but only one for four yards. I mean, uh, Chris Olave is better than that. I think you would agree with that, and even Kamara, that that type of production. Yeah, and I think when you look at Kamara's, you know, there's a couple of those plays that were, um, you know, jet sweep plays that you know end up, you know, counting as passes that went for negative yards, um, and so I think that that skewed that a little bit, and yet. You know, uh, you got to give those guys credit. I mean, they 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 did a good job of of you know when we were when we were checking the ball down to Alvin, they were they did a good job of converging on the football and 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 they had a plan to you know to take Chris out of the game. And so um, look, I know we have to be uh, a lot better than we were, and yet I give them some credit for uh, the way that they played in the game and, and their game plan to try to take those guys out of the game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, obviously, uh, y'all always talk about the turnover margin. Uh, you know, we were minus two for the game, but we're not negative. And, you know, last year, I think that was a big reason why we were 7-11. You don't want to be minus 11. You want to be on that plus side and build upon that. Well, now we're back at zero. Uh, you can talk about that block punt. So it's almost maybe a half, or I could say we're not at least negative. But the one thing, uh, when you look back, uh, the third down efficiency, as far as offense and defense, we were unbelievable where you'd want to be, uh, I guess, maybe a little bit better on the offense uh, the first two games, definitely on the defensive side. But now in back-to-back games, we've kind of flipped that, where offensively we're only converting uh, like low 30s, and then defensively we're giving up like, uh, the, for instance, the Bucks were 8 of 15, 53%. And I'm looking like against Green Bay and Tampa Bay, they were combined 16 for 31, 
you know, when you're trying to control time possession and tempo of the game, you know that has to be totally unacceptable. And I know you as being a defensive coach, you're thinking, hell, we got to get off the field on third down. It wasn't the case the first two games, but that was the case uh, in, in the point in being against Green Bay and Tampa. Now, we don't need New England to be over 50% on third down. No, there's no question. I mean, that to me, that was the, that was the tell of the game. You know, uh, the first touchdown drive, they converted, you know, four third downs. A uh, couple of them, uh, you know, a couple of third down conversions in the game came off quarterback scrambles. We got him to check the ball down in the red area. We missed a couple of tackles, which then led to a touchdown. You know, so, uh, you know, we busted a coverage there at the end of the game that, that uh, allowed for an explosive to, to lead to their final touchdown of the, of the, uh, of the game. And so, yeah, that's not, it's not acceptable. It's not our standard. And, and um, you know, we'll be better at that. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss and Bobby Abair, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Got to take a quick break. We're back on the other side. We'll talk more about the Saints in Tampa Bay and get ready for New England on Sunday. Back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Saints Coach Show. Mike Oss, Bobby Hebert, and Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And, Coach, I know the the first injury report will come out on Wednesday. I'm just kind of curious as we're looking for something kind of positive to kind of grab onto the possibility of maybe getting a Pulse and a Debo back, uh, Cesar Ruiz. Uh, if he could come back, then he'd go to right guard, maybe Hurst back to his left guard position, just kind of a Debo and, and Ruiz situation. And I know you lost some other players yesterday, but we'll, we'll talk about them on, on Wednesday. But I was curious about those two. Um, yeah, look, I think I think uh, the hope is that they're back out there at practice on, on Wednesday and, and begin to get themselves ready to play for the weekend. Um you know, certainly we got a ways to go before we get there, but but yeah, I think the injury uh, news on those guys was positive uh, going into today. Hey, Coach Allen. Speaking of a positive note, I think he's trending in the right direction. Brian Brzee. I'm looking. I want you to after you looked at him on film, he had four total tackles, two and assisted. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hurry. He led the team in tackles for loss with two. What were uh, your impression um, with him? I want you to comment on that. And then fans have asked me, they go, Bobby, they're our defensive leaders. The last two games, we haven't really heard from Demario Davis and Cam Jordan. Yeah, well, I was, you know, talking about uh, Brian Brzee, I mean, I, th- I think he's been active inside for us. He, he brings an athletic element inside, and he's, uh, you know, got the ability to, to win quick. Uh, you know, he had the sack in the game and, and, and then had the nice tackle for loss on, a, on an inside movement. Uh, so I think he's doing some really good things. Obviously, there's still some things he's got to improve on. You know, his pad level, I think, has got to get better and, you know, some of his fundamentals and technique. But uh, certainly I think he's uh, he's made some impact plays for us. Um, and, yeah, look, you know, um, DeMario and Cam are, are guys that we're, we're counting on to, uh, you know, not only lead our team from a uh, from a, 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 a leadership standpoint, from a from – a, uh, uh, veteran 
presence standpoint, but also from a production on the field. And so uh, I think, you know, when you look at these last couple of games, it just, you know, we haven't performed as well as we need to really in, in, in any phase. And, and, and it's, uh, you know, we're all, you know, we're all part of it, uh, coaches, players, everybody. And, and so just collectively as a group, you know, we've got to, we've got to be better in terms of our attention to detail and, and uh, uh, we got to perform better. Now, uh, you know, uh, Coach Allen, when I look at this, uh, you know, you could say what's the turning point, but I, I thought it was a big play. Uh, if you look initially, uh, what we're able to do, uh, you know, we go 11 plays, 56 yards, and we're up, uh, you know, five and a half minutes. Uh, we're up three to zero. We get off the field, and then offensively, uh, 39 situation, uh, Carter Prentice, the fullback. I mean, it seemed like he would have ran for days. I mean, there's nobody even guarding him. So when you look at those big plays and those hit or misses, and then obviously uh, instead of down seven to three and a half, we're down 14 to three. And uh, look, I know you trust Prentice, the fullback, but in hindsight, uh, I know you wanted to get away uh, as far as uh, quarterback sneak, whatever. But uh, well, how do you evaluate those players and the impact considering on what they had in the momentum of the game and how that could have changed? Well, you know, look, you never know which plays are going to uh, be the game-changing plays in the game. And, and certainly, you know, I thought, um, you know, if we, if, we're, if we get that third and nine and are able to convert that third and nine, and, and you know, I, I think, I think worst-case scenario, we gain about – you know, 15 yards on that play. And if we make somebody miss, it could be an even bigger play. So uh, I think that, you know, kind of turns the momentum of the game. And then obviously the play down there on the goal line was a, was a huge uh, momentum swing in the game. And, and uh, um, you know, you go into, you go into the halftime down seven to three, knowing that ah, we didn't play as well as we need to. And yet we're, we're only down seven to three. Uh, it's a different game when you're down 14 to three. Coach, it's an interesting stretch. You'll play four straight uh, AFC contests at New England, at Houston, then a very short week to come home with Jacksonville, then then at Indianapolis. And as you kind of started, as we talked about it, I mean, New England one and three only averages you know less than fourteen points a game, but they've they've also played Philly, Miami, and Dallas, and you know a, a Jets team that was supposed to have Aaron Rodgers didn't, but that would have been a pretty tough way to start the season with four games, but certainly better than their record. Yeah, look, it's a good football team. You just got to turn the tape on and watch it. Um, you know, I'm 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 watching their offense right now, and I'm very impressed with. Uh, I haven't gotten to the Dallas game yet, but I'm, I'm very impressed. You know, in the first three games of what I've seen from them offensively. You know, they they've got a lot of uh, tempo plays, some no huddle stuff. Uh, they stress the defense in that way, um, and and. You know the opening game of the season. I mean, you know, with exception of the first quarter, they 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 really kind of uh, looked to me like kind of had their way in 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 that game, and yet came up on the short end of the stick. So uh, we know that this is a really good team. We know it's a really really good defense that we're playing, uh, and a, and a very capable offense. Well, coach, not not easy times, but as you said, man, it's four games in, right? It's October second. Long way to go. Two and two. Best of luck uh, in this next stretch with at New England, uh, Houston, Jacksonville, and Indy, and uh, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 